if you go over to patreon.com slash oddcast, uh, we have it set up for at the moment for a dollar a month. Uh, you can get your bonus episodes. You can get personal shout-outs. Execute Order 66. You are not prepared! It's over 9,000! Hadouken! No! You're listening to an odd kind of sucks Jeremy can't be here, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Well, Jeremy, thank you for your service, because I know you'll be listening. <clears throat> every time he's on and every time he's not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, It doesn't matter, Jeremy. Thank you for your service. Uh, and, you know, real quick before we really get into our episode today, uh, we have a shout-out to make real quick. That we do. Yes, and I don't... Uh, Anthony, do you happen to have the message on? Actually, you know what? I actually have it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have it here so I can get the name correct so I don't sound like a complete fucking idiot. Um, which I probably still will anyway. But yeah, quick shout out to uh, Jeremy's good friend, uh, Chris Carpenter. Thank you very much for the feedback on, uh, that we were able to uh, make your car ride less hell. Glad we could be there for you. <laughs> Uh, another good way to get a shout-out, a little, I mean, I'm just going to do some self-promotion on top of that. So, shout-out to you, Chris Carpenter. <laughs> thanks for the, you know, thanks for the feedback there. Glad we can make you laugh and uh, make your car ride yeah. less miserable. Um, and if you guys want a shout-out, a really good way to do that, guys, is if you go over to that patreon.com slash oddcast. <laughs> hey, that works. If you go over to patreon.com slash oddcast, uh, we have it set up for at the moment for a dollar a month. Uh, you can get your bonus episodes. You can get personal shout outs. Um, and we have more things that are going to be going into that as time goes on. But for now, a dollar a month gets you bonus episodes and a shout out and other shit. So go check that out. Um, and also, uh, while we're in the topic of that, uh, me and uh, my good friend James, who you probably recognize, might recognize from the show here, um, I also have him quite frequently over on Fireside Chats on the weekends there, uh, where we go over the weirdest news of the week and just kind of break things down in our own way. Um, and also his ACS cast, uh, which we do live on Twitch uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, that's where you can find him over there. But uh, we're currently in talks to do uh, a charity thing for Australia, and because I know that we've talked shit. <laughs> mostly me. Mostly me. Um. I know we've talked major shit about uh, the koalas and how, you know, they're God's mistakes, blah, 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 which, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I might be an asshole, but I'm not going to take it back. (laughs) Look at me. I'm an asshole. I think all koalas should be exterminated. (laughs) When it actually happened, ooh, that's a big, that's a big oof on me. So yeah, uh, we shit on koalas way before the the Australian uh, fires started, um, and then that kind of started, and you know, came out like, oh, all koalas are gonna be dead. Um, it's terrible what's happening. Uh, so James and me Awful. are currently in talks uh, for a little thing to help raise money uh, to give to charity to help out with the wildfires there, because it is terrible to have everything burning around you. That's awful. Um, and also the the hero animals of the year apparently are wombats. Because apparently they're they're helping shelter other animals. So good on you, wombats. No, I fucking like koalas. Fucking 
awful abominations of nature. Wombats, cool as shit. Fun fact about wombats, they shit cubes. <laughs> so they're the Minecraft of real life. Yep, and they also have a really fucking hard ass because they burrow <laughs> and then they just leave their ass out and then it's like ass. Uh, there you go, ladies. If you want a man with a real ass, <laughs> keep yourself a wombat. Uh, who wants some marsupials? Anthony's gonna look this up now. But while he's doing that, uh, we're gonna be talking the Doom. Uh, it's gonna be a two-parter with Doom. Uh, the first part here, we're gonna talk about the newest Doom, uh, which would be the Doom 2016, leading into Doom Eternal that we have coming. Um, and then next episode, we'll be talking more about it, the the company itself, how they started, how they started making the games they do. Uh, which you know they had, they're famous for Doom, Wolfenstein, Quake. Um, and we're we're gonna talk about them more in part two. Uh, this part is uh, because of a little documentary I found that was crowdfunded that I think everyone should go check out uh, because it was really cool that it was a crowdfunded thing that they were able to make it uh, about this game and about the company. Uh, it's no clip, and it was called Doom Resurrected. It was super <laughs> cool. I got a lot of my quotes from there. It was super awesome. Uh, so go check that out. And that's uh, We're going to be talking about Doom 2016 today. But Anthony, I'm, what do you got? Well, marsupials are, in fact... Uh, I mean, wombats are, in fact, marsupials. Also, I've just sent you an image. Um, apparently, the average wombat is 3.3 feet in length and can go up to 25 miles per hour. For real? For real. Check <laughs> they can weigh up to 77 pounds. What the fuck? I thought, I thought a wombat was like the size of a raccoon. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, too. I didn't think they were that big. No, no wonder why... All the fucking animals are surviving. These <laughs> things are like fucking giant ass fucking moles. Quickly, quickly, kangaroos, come over here. Get over here. Get in. But how will we be protected from the fire, Mr. Wombat? I'll use my ass. <laughs> my ass is fireproof. Oh, God, there's a picture of a wombat being born. <laughs> oh, that's not something I wanted to see. It's the circle of life here on Oddcast. <laughs> All right, so. uh, which, by the way, obviously, welcome to What an Oddcast. Jared Menekheim <laughs> with me as always, Anthony Denny. Um, What's up? You know, if this is your first time listening, uh, you know, go check out that Patreon and whatnot. Uh, we've done a couple cool things over there. Uh, so, Anthony, uh, you're a fan of Doom, right? I fucking love Doom. Right. So uh, like, we're talking. So you mean like The Rock? Uh, you know, going to <laughs> Mars, manipulating DNA, right? You know. I loved like two minutes of that movie. <laughs> it's the same like two minutes that everyone loves. You know, that movie makes me so mad because you know, there was there was like a behind the scenes thing that they did where they're talking about like yeah when we went in first person and we're like shooting things like I thought it was really cool I think people were really going to enjoy it and I'm sitting there like no <laughs> no. That so, movie um, was like hot garbage. The uh, four and a half minutes of the first person shooting. That was that cool. Is, that's the best part of the whole movie. That is, because other than that, it's not Doom. <laughs> <laughs> this guy ripped off his ear. Clearly, the same doctor. Let's shoot him. Instead of figuring stuff out. <laughs> See, that's the only thing, like, 
the, now the 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 other Doom they did, Doom Annihilation, that one was even fucking worse. Which Jeremy likes really? that one. I don't know why Jer- Jeremy just has a unique way of finding a diamond in a total pile of dog shit. <laughs> Because Jeremy's response to the whole thing was like, well, I'd like to believe that, you know, it's just an alternate take on blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, <laughs> like, the CGI was awful. The the acting was terrible. <laughs> like, there's nothing you know, good about um, it, Jeremy. What, what's this movie called? Doom. Doom Annihilation. I've never seen this. It was, it is, it was a, like a straight to DVD thing. But when they showed the trailer for it, they made it look all badass. It's like, oh no, the demons are coming. Like, no, it's fucking awful. Like, it is, it is like Sharknado levels of awful. Fun fact: Is that a Hell Knight? Fun fact: They don't. They don't use anything that lets you know it's Doom. It's just like the first thing that they fight is like people, zombie things, and then there's like an imp because they're throwing fireballs, so it's supposed to be an imp, but it looks. It doesn't look like an imp. It just it looks like this a cross. Imp? Oh no. <laughs> no. Uh no, it was pretty bad. Especially because the ending I'm just gonna spoil the ending to that, because it is <laughs> so bad. The ending is she goes through the portal that they open. The only thing that movie got right was that it's demons. It's not a gene splicing thing like they did with the Rock Doom movie. It's Which actually I'll, I'll demons. I'll get something about that after you're done with this. Uh, it's actual demons and that they actually opened a portal and that's what the whole thing is. So they kept to like that base of it. But like by the end of it, she goes through the portal and then she's saved because she has a religious flashback about her mom and that somehow... <laughs> God damn it. She that is how she gets like the power to be like, I can make it out of here. I have to warn everyone. So she does. She gets to the other side of the portal. The doctors who find her, she's like beaten to shit. She's got cuts everywhere. She's like bleeding. They pick her up and like tranquilize her and they're like, No, no, the other doctor's coming. Like, I I don't know. It's just because you got you got torn apart and then reassimilated here. You're just a bit out of it. And I'm like, she she looks like she was mauled by a wild animal. Where in your brain does that tell you she was just reassimilated to this location? That doesn't even make any fucking sense. <laughs> clearly, clearly something's wrong. Like this, the dialogue to this just doesn't. You're this is fucked. Oh my god! So I'm just looking at this. Uh, director Tony. Gilo, whatever, confirmed that some monsters, such as the Spider Mastermind, the Baron of Hell, will not make an appearance in this reboot, while hinting at a possible sequel. Oh, they definitely hinted a sequel that it would it was going to go to Earth, but it's so fucking bad. I hope they never make one. This is which again, like they're not even called imps; they're called (laughs) imp-like demons. Exactly. Uh, oh, the only, the only other thing they got right was they gave her a BFG that was literally a BFG. But that was fucking it. Like, literally, that is all they got right. Everything else looks fucking terrible. Which is another point to Jeremy, you little fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's all like, no, I didn't think it was that bad. I think it was actually kind of good. Jeremy, everyone is in, di- in disagreement with you. Every review I have seen about that movie says that it is a hot, 
total piece of dog shit. <laughs> You're the only person I've 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 I have yet to see Ooh. that actually likes that movie. Anthony, what have you got? Um. Well, first, let me pull up the uh, 2005. Let me just pull up the 2005. I love how we're opening the Doom 2016 Part 1 episode (laughs) with just talking shit on the terrible movies that have been made. (laughs) To, like, really give you context to, like, how good these games are compared to how fucking bad they are in movie form. So, Doom 2005, the, the one with The Rock. That has uh, 5.2 on IMDb and 19% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, That's pretty 81% bad. of people, uh, Google users, liked it. Wow. Doom Annihilation. 60% Rotten Tomatoes, so it's about there. So, yeah, that's good. 3.6 um, out of 10 on IMDb. Ooh. 28% of people liked this movie on Google. Ooh. If, if 28 Ooh. compared to 81. Yeah, that's bad. Jeremy, you heard it here. It's just bad. <laughs> I, I want to say that even Sharknado is liked more in like a cult sense than that movie will ever hope to achieve. Oh, God. Let's see. We got some reviews. <laughs> please let's, let's give us them. a review or two, please. <clears throat> oh, God. That's a big one. Let me, let me find a short one star. <laughs> Um, nope, that's way too long to um Are these all one star reviews? No, there's a few fives, but Oh, we got a couple a Jeremy's of... in there. <laughs> no, uh, first one, uh Religious overtone, relationships and randomly established without prior mention. Yes. The same two zombies run around a corner for a scene four times in a row. Yes. Continuity errors in costume makeup, the writing is what you expect. Yes. The acting is subpar. I agree. <laughs> I agree with all of that. Yes. I don't think a lot of people understand Doom at all. See, and this the movie is did the... a fantastic job at that. This is the thing. Doom itself is not supposed to have a big overarching story, uh, which we'll get into talking about because Doom 2016 was a reboot to the entire thing by the same people who had made the original one. And I'll get into it towards the end of all this, uh, that they didn't even have a story going in. I'm just going to give spoiler alert to what this episode is going to have in it. Uh, they didn't have a fucking story. <laughs> like They had no fucking idea for it, because that, that, that wasn't what this game is to them. And the movies themselves don't even have a Doom Slayer. There's not even fucking Doom Slayer, which even, even the creators are quoted as saying that it needs Doom Slayer to be Doom, or it's not Doom. So My favorite part about Doom 2005, when you see The Rock, you're like, wow, he's going to be Doom Slayer. He's That's what I Doom thought. Guy. And then, nope, it's Carl Urban. Doom's <laughs> sister. Which, by the way, I, I fucking forgot about this. So that whole plot is about giving extra chromosomes. You get extra chromosomes, you become these all-powerful things. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You see, this is where, like, this is where, in the time scale... You either become the hillbillies from The Hills Have Eyes, or you become whatever the fuck those are in Doom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Extra chromosome does not give you superpowers. It gives you Down syndrome. This is a PSA. I was watching Doom with my mother, 
And she said that out loud. I was like, yeah, that's true. What the fuck? And from there on, I hated the movie. So that was your that was your mother's uh, review on that one, then, huh? <laughs> Enough to make me realize, what? yeah, this is fucking stupid. No, that gives you Down syndrome. You know what, mom? You have a you have a point. That that's a really good point. <laughs> that's a really fucking good point. Why the fuck didn't anyone else think about that? Because movie has to movie. So. <laughs> So with Doom here, it's obviously made by uh, id Software. Uh, they're a very old company, um, and even the, the the like the veteran people from id, um, they they even said like we were a very we were an independent company and we were able to do everything that we have uh, because we didn't answer to anyone, so we could do whatever the hell we wanted. So that's how we got games like Doom, where it's just a dude running around killing demons. Is there a reason, like, suppose we'll get into it in part two, but supposedly there's, like, a whole story thing, but, like, listening to them talk, there was never a story. It was literally just kill demons, who gives a shit, is how they put it. Well, well the thing is, it was fucking <laughs> genius, because they went from killing Nazis to killing demons. Like, Correct. So, the other games like, that they're oh. famous for uh, were Wolfenstein, where you're killing Nazis and Nazi zombie kind of things, uh, and Quake, where it's, like, the space... How would you describe Quake, Anthony? Um, cocaine. <laughs> and speed. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and then you all, and then you had Doom. Uh, and they redefined. See, this is how I want to put this. So, id Software with Doom is the same to the first-person shooter genre as Mortal Kombat is to the fighter genre. Both of those games caused such a fucking controversy over the amount of graphic shit they put in it that this and Mortal Kombat back in the day were the reason that we got the rating system on games. <laughs> Not even kidding. He's ignored. My favorite thing is like, oh, it's fucking, oh, it's so graphic and terrible influence. Really, you think killing Nazis and demons is bad? Yeah, you know, but no, it, and it really was because like when Doom came out, like first person shooter was like Duck Hunt and shit like that. <laughs> and then you have this game come out <laughs> called Doom, where it's this guy running around blowing demons to bits. And then on the other hand, you have fighter games like Street Fighter, where it's like, yeah, Hadouken and stuff like that. But there's no real graphic anything, just guys martial arting. And then Mortal Kombat comes along. And they're like, yeah, you know, how about he rips his fucking spine out? <laughs> Uh, so that got parents on edge. They're like, "What the fuck is like? I don't, I don't want little Jimmy going to the store and buying this game. This is so inappropriate for him." And then we got, it's the same thing that happened to music, where they ended up just being like, "Oh, it's too graphic. Nobody should be able to just buy this if they're not of age." And we got the the rating system. So Doom did the same thing, and it and it reinvented the first person shooter because I mean. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, they, nobody had really done what they did. Nobody was like, yeah, you're shooting demons. Was well, there a reason for it? Like Call of Duty or Medal of Honor where I have to fight Nazis and save a country? Yeah, no, you're just, yeah, I don't know, just kill the demons. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Do you need to? They're demons. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Do you need a reason? They're demons. Who gives a shit? And, and that's the exact mindset that these guys have had 
since the first Doom game. It's like, who gives a shit what the reason is? It's like, they're fucking demons. They're evil. Do you need a reason to fucking shoot them in the face? I didn't think so. Which is exactly what I feel like Doom guy. Like, he's called Doom Slayer, but I'm, I'm going to call him Doom guy. Doom guy. I feel like that's his attitude in general, especially throughout the entirety of Doom 2016. You know the only way to play the original Doom game? You want to know no. the correct way? As fast as you can. You have to have a mullet and drive a Ferrari. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, For those of you I who just, don't know. Please. Uh, that That's uh. When the original Doom came out, that was, like, the look. Like, the lead designer had, like, a mullet going on. There was, uh, there was oh, yeah. like, a Ferrari they drove. Like, it was a whole thing. Uh, so that's John my... Romero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're going to Doom it, guys, you got to get a mullet and drive a Ferrari. <laughs> you got to really get in the mindset. <laughs> Best paced and killer. Just like my mullet. <laughs> Uh, but Anthony, what what are you saying there? What are we doing? I just had to get that out. Um, just fucking, I just love Doom Guy's attitude throughout the entirety of the game is so fucking great. I love how he's like this mythical creature to the demons, and all the demons are afraid. Of him. <laughs> and that's something that they incorporated with this Doom uh, that we'd gotten in 2016, and now we have Doom Eternal coming right around the corner, which uh, is so fun. I Apparently, there's going to be a thing where if you sometimes just won't die. Because Doom Guy will be so pissed, he just won't die. That's fucking awesome. That That is... God, I love these people. Fucking love these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, overall, uh, the original games... Uh, so, the original Doom games, uh, so like Doom 1, Doom 2... Uh, they were they were made by like ten people at most. Like it was literally the equivalent of your nerdy friends coming over, sitting on their computer, typing in some code, and being like, "Huh, yeah, let's keep running with that." That was the equivalent of what Doom and Doom Two were. It was just a bunch of nerd friends who got together, made a game, and all of a sudden, like, "Oh, people like playing it. All right, well, we'll we'll just make this then." Uh, and that and that's even how they describe it. It's like there were just so few of them that worked on it that then. Uh, Way later on down the road, they got picked up by Bethesda. They started getting more people that were involved, and they're like, "This is like, this is like the dream that we wanted back when we first made this, like in our basement. Like now we're at this level. Like we have so much shit that we can do." And that is how Doom 2016 kind of came to be was because of all that momentum that they'd gained. Uh, which uh, the Doom 2016 game, fun fact, it was actually started to be made in 2007. Uh, that's wow, when they really? originally started to make it. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, this is why, Anthony. Uh, you ever played Doom Four? No, I played Doom Three though. Yeah, yeah, that's because Doom Four never got released. Uh, that's what it originally was. Uh, it was originally Doom Four, uh, which they never released uh, for good reason. For 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 good reason on just how they felt about it and how it how it would have changed things for as they saw it, not a good way. Uh, because the only, the earliest footage that ever got leaked out about it, uh, it got the moniker of Call of Doom, because that's how they were starting to make it. It was more, talk to this person, fight this wave of demons, zombies, 
move to the next area, talk to this guy, fight this wave. And that's how Doom 4 was being made. And they were going back to Earth, and it was supposed to be that there was a hellish invasion coming, and you're this... You're not Doom Slayer anymore. You're just this soldier guy with the rebellion, and you're like the humanity trying to fight off the demons. And they're and uh, yeah, that's how that's what Doom Four was gonna be. Um, that that's uh, so that's how it got came to be Call of Doom to people. Uh, just because that's uh, that's where they were going with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, they even said that like the you didn't even fight the first demons. They said for like way later in the game, they're like at first you really just fight these like infected guys uh you don't even really see any of the demons that don't which by the way the documentary there uh the it's called doom resurrected there uh they actually have the clips of the early stuff from that the demons look nothing like anything that you're used to with doom like anthony you played zelda i did do you remember twilight princess i do the, 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 like, dreadlocky things that drop out of the sky? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's yeah. how the demons looked. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they look like that, but just make their bodies red. And that's what they look like. Twilight Beasts, I believe they're called. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't look anything like uh, the demons that we'd know. Uh, so, yeah. Shadow Beasts. <laughs> Shadow Beasts. They look like a Shadow yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. Like when I saw it, they it, just look up Shadow Beast from Twilight Princess, and you'll have an idea what they look like. Um, so Kevin Cloud was is a veteran with uh, ID, uh, and he was the lead person on uh, Doom Four. Uh, he was the one making it. Uh, and then they, uh, but uh, after Bethesda acquired them, I think uh, I believe it was around two thousand eight ish. Uh, they got picked up by Zenimax, which was an off branch of Bethesda. Uh, and that's when they started to look at the Doom 4, and they're like, yeah, you know, I don't think that works for what Doom is. Uh, and they got Hugo Martin, uh, who had originally worked with Naughty Dog. Uh, and also, I found, and, uh, you know, watching this, I found out that he also helped with the designing of the uh, the Jaegers in uh, Pacific Rim. Ooh. So they pulled him on, and they're like, help us, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make this Doom 4. What, what do you have ideas for? Yada, yada. So, uh, I have, uh, so as I said, I have some quotes out of this because it was really cool to, to, you know, learn from the people who actually worked at the company talk about the making of this. So, Hugo Martin himself said, just to be clear, it was awesome. It was on Earth. It was more realistic. It was focused more on a hellish invasion and humanity fighting back. Uh, but looking back on it, it just, it, it just wasn't doom. So, we changed it. As I told Anthony, like listening to these, listening to the guys like go back and forth, they kind of like underhandedly shit talked it and each other <laughs> in their own way. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Cloud uh, was the one who uh, was overseeing it. <laughs> he was for the development. Uh, he had said, "I was more the force behind that, more character interaction, more story." To which Hugo then responds, <laughs> "It was a cool concept." I'd want to play that and, you know, learn more about the lore. Um, if it wasn't a Doom game, uh, Doom was about Doom Slayer and this one guy in this in these bigger things that are going on. Uh, but Doom 4 had become uh, just about the bigger things and not so much about Doom Slayer. So it just it just wasn't Doom. <laughs> it wasn't Doom. 
uh, which Cloud, uh, he said he was trying to make it, he was trying to make it to take on that, the different path like Doom 3 had done, where it's, uh, you know, it's a company doing this thing, and oh no, it's gone out of chaos, but unfortunately with this one, we ended up going too far down the path of making it something different, and we lost sight of what Doom actually was, uh, which is where we ended up going back to the drawing board uh, in Doom 4. I never saw the light of day, and we went back to the drawing board about, like, we went way too far down this path. It's becoming something completely different. It's not Doom anymore, so where, how can we get back on that path? Uh, which is where Hugo was brought in, uh, as I said, by Naughty Dog. Uh, he, uh, as I said, he worked on Naughty Dog. He'd helped with the Jaeger design. Uh, they brought him in, and he's after seeing all that, he's like, yeah, no, let's go back to doing this. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's how Doom 2016 kind of came to be. So, so, yeah, Doom 2016 was something that had been in the making since, like, 2008, 2009. Like, that's when the, the earliest concepts started to come into play, where they scrapped Doom 4. They're like, no, that's really turning into Call of Duty. We don't want to go that route. It's not about fighting wave and then move to a position, do another wave. Like, it has to be something unique. And so that's kind of where they went. (laughs) And boy, unique it was. Oh, God, yeah. So another fun fact I have, uh, the glory kills. uh, That was actually something originally in Doom 4. Originally, the do, uh, in Doom 4, what they had is you'd initiate like a melee sequence uh, with an enemy, and then it would end in a gory kill. So what they did is they took that. They're like, you know what? That's actually a really good concept. How can we use that? But we want to speed it up so it doesn't slow down the gameplay like it is right now. And that's how the glory kills came to be, uh, which you haven't played Doom 2016. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um <laughs> The enemies kind of like give off this glow. You go up behind, you go up to them, and then you do like a unique melee, kill them off. But it's very fast paced, overdone with move on to the next character. Um, but Doom Four is where they kind of initially had that going, and then they just amplified it, changed it a little bit, and uh, became what it is now. Which I just have to say, I fucking love the glory kills. <laughs> like I fucking Dude, love that shit. So much fun. Oh, they're just especially so much to fun. the. Uh... The turned, I believe they're called, the first enemies you see. They can just walk up to them and basically do it whatever you want. Oh, God, yeah, you just fuck people up. Um, <laughs> uh, so the other thing that they had uh, that they had going with on this game, uh, so right off the bat, as I alluded to before, they didn't have a fucking story in mind. <laughs> like, uh, like, watching that documentary, uh, Hugo even said, like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what point of development we were in uh, before we made the story, because it would make us seem really irresponsible. <laughs> so, let's just we're say... Yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to tell you when the deadline was, but uh, we were pretty far along. Like, we already had levels made up and the enemies made up, and then we're like, oh shit, we need a story, don't we? <laughs> I mean, I just want to say, you can barely tell that. It, it, they, they did really well, and it was very simplistic. Like, listening to them explain it and having played it myself, I'm like, wow. Like, the simplicity they used for the basis on that story is fucking amazing. Because it was a very much last minute, like, oh shit, the game's almost done, but we have, like, nothing to fucking go with this. You're just killing shit, which is what they want to do. But when they gave it to testers, they're like, yeah, but what's my motivation? Like, why am I doing any of this? Like, what the fuck is the point? And they're like, you know, that might be a good point. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, fuck that. Uh, so they struggled with ideas. Uh, and uh, finally, what they actually came up with uh, was because... <laughs> Get this. Anthony, uh, you like the movie RoboCop, right? I love RoboCop. It's such great. We could do a whole episode on RoboCop. That's where they came up with the, the basis for the story. Was a very a very self aware, a self aware story because of the movie. Uh, I believe it was called The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis. <laughs> a very self aware action movie. Uh, they came up with the idea based off that and RoboCop. Uh, and he said with the RoboCop idea was because when they're putting on his like helmet and his lenses and all that, uh, the big corporation guy comes over, just looks at him and goes, "You're gonna be a bad motherfucker." He goes, that's the kind of concept I want with Doomslayer. It's just that opening scene when you're grabbing onto the, the demon's head, you smash it into the table. That's to just tell you, the gamer, right off the bat, like, you're a bad motherfucker. Like, you are not to be fucked with. Nothing is going to stop you. And they got that idea from that opening scene of RoboCop being made. Like, complete opposite of Doom 4, where you said it took so long to get the demon. Did you see the demon in fucking doom you see like in the first 20 seconds now that, that was the other fun thing is when they gave that to testers and they gave them that first opening they're like when when they jump off the table and you're just immediately in with the demons there were people who were sitting there like oh, okay we're gonna get like some kind of exposition and then when they have to start fighting like oh shit no i'm in the game <laughs> they're like yeah no that's what we were going with like we're not we're not doing like an in-depth story like you're just in it the like you can learn about things in the codex but other than that like you're just killing shit like they're demons you do, why do you need a reason to kill them they're demons just fucking go kill them that's the whole point of doom slayer it's like i don't give a one shit my, they need to die one of my favorite parts about <laughs> doom is when uh samuel hayden is talking about how they're doing everything for the good of the mankind and all that and doom guy just slowly turns his head to the corpse that's lying on the floor next to him human corpse and then slowly turns back, and then he punches the, the fucking screen. That's actually a fun point. I'm, I'm actually about to get into how all this came to be, because I have all that right here. So thank you, Anthony. It's actually a good lead-in, because uh, Hugo himself, he actually said, uh, what if just as soon as you walk out, like, instead of having, like, this over-explanation thing of what's going on, just you walk out of that room, and over the loudspeakers, they're like, we need volunteers for the Lazarus program to become demons. Like, instead of, like, an over-elaborate thing, just, they know they're evil. Like, the company knows they're bringing in demons. Like, the whole point of this is you're killing them. Like, the company knows they're fucking evil and doing this shit. There's no over-explanation of, oh, no, we did a thing. Like, no, they're openly bringing demons in, and they don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, not at all. Uh, which, when they are making the Codex, that was something that they pointed out, was the first entry you get, He's like, it's all the corporate shit of like, oh, this is the demon. This is what it does. Like, this is how we got it. He's like, but then you can unlock the other things. And they had a, a friend of theirs come in and help write it. Um, And he said the one that really caught his eye was the imp. <laughs> was at the end of the imp one. It's like, j if this attacks you, just bend over and kiss your ass goodbye. He's like, I was sold. I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's how we need to make all of these. Uh, so basically they said the first codex entry is the, the overall corporate aspect of like, we can use it for this and this is how we get it. But then as you unlock more to it, it shows just the totally fucked up crazy side of this company where they're like, but then this thing like, it just rips your fucking arms off and beats you to death. Like it was brutal. He's like, that's exactly what I want with this. That it, it, it just fits doom over the top. Crazy as shit makes no fucking sense. 
Um, and let me tell you, those are a fucking bitch to get because one of the things with Doom is I'm trying to get all the fucking collectibles. Fuck it, bitch. Oh god, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a pain. It, they they did that on purpose. Um, but uh, Hugo himself said he grew up with a metalhead brother, uh, and he remembered the opening to. I fucking love that he. I, I I just have to say I geeked out a little bit because I'm a metalhead too. So. Number of the Beast, he said, the opening to that video when you just have, uh, he's like, the opening to that song, you have you have the whole, like, and the number of the Beast. And he's like, I fucking love that. He's like, let's start the game like this. Yes, that's how we need to have this. Like, no fucking around. Just, there's fucking demons, and you're here to kill them. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, so they also, uh, in the opening scene, when they have that little screen up, and it just says demonic invasion in progress was meant to be a straightforward uh, to you're here to kill demons. End of story. They're like, we even added in the expositional person coming in and being like, I'm going to give you orders and you're going to do this. And this is how you're going to do it. We purposely had him throw it away because we're like, yeah, no, no one gives a shit about that. Like, I'm here to just shoot shit. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we didn't we didn't give a shit about that because that's not. It's not what we give a shit about. Like, you're just here to kill shit. I don't give a fuck about your bullshit exposition. <laughs> uh, so that was something that they added in in post, because uh, they, they were just like, nope, that's exactly what we needed. <laughs> um, which, as Anthony pointed out, there's an opening, uh, towards the opening there, uh, you have the elevator scene, uh, which I have down here that the designer cloud there put it. Uh, the elevator scene, uh, we took a look at it, and we liked, uh, we had, we synced it up, uh, we stayed up all night, and we'd play it over and over and over how we wanted it to go, but there would be a lag on the shotgun noise, there'd be a lag on, like, where the music was gonna start to play, so we'd play it over and over and keep fixing it, till eventually we got it down to, uh, it was very much a finger, <laughs> it was very much a finger to everything, and say that it's all, because as soon as you hear that, uh, it's all worth it. We purposely made it to, he sees the demons at that, he sees the dead body when he says that it's all worth it and the demons are coming. Have him punch a screen, cock the shotgun as a a middle finger to say, there's demons here and I'm here to kill them all. Like, this is totally not worth it. Go fuck yourself. And that's, we purposely did it in that way because that's exactly how we wanted this story to go. Uh, is that Doom Slayer himself doesn't give a fuck what the hell you were thinking. Like, they're demons, and he's just gonna fucking kill them. I, like, I don't... I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, remember when you're uh, getting the Argon energy, and... Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, you know, you be careful with that. <laughs> and he was like, nah. I'm just gonna fucking blow it up. <laughs> so, uh, the other thing that they brought into this game... Uh, was the combat style was based around chess, where every car- every demon has its own particular way of fighting. Uh, they put the way it was put was that uh, every FPS is very much oh as I put like a wave. We have a wave of enemies, and you have to hold a position, and then you move up to that next position. Oh no, there's another wave of enemies I have to work through. They hated that, so the way they put it is uh, the way they're explaining it is like the pinky. He's. They were like, it's a very dumb fuck character. 
that was very easy to program because all he does is charge in. That's his whole purpose. He's he's very much the knight on a chessboard. He's meant to just charge straight in, or sorry, uh, the rook. Uh, you know, it's meant to just tra- uh, straightforward charge, do nothing else. That's the whole purpose of a pinky. But it fit because then we had the imps where they're bouncing all over the place. They're throwing fireballs. And then we bring in a hell knight who's going to jump and try to bash your brains in. But, oh, no, here comes Pinky charging at you again. And he's armored in the front. So you better off just jumping to the side and try to take him out. But then you have to be aware of the other enemies we have coming. The, the purpose they had behind that was if you stand still, you die. And that is why they made all the enemies the way they did. Uh, is that each of them are unique in how they decide and how they interact with the environment. Uh, they're all unique in the the attacks they're going to do and the way they're going to move while they're doing the attack. All so that you purposely have to keep moving to stay alive. Which is true, and I appreciate that. It it really is. Like I had so much fun playing this fucking game, and I've I've still gone back and replayed it because it's just so much fucking fun. It's so much fun. I love I love how that they the whole reasoning behind it is yeah there's no story like they're fucking demons just kill them uh like listening to Hugo talk is probably the funnest person to hear on that documentary cuz he's so much he's so unorthodox in how he talks about it cuz he's very much like you know like the people come in and it's just like well they're demons like yeah like okay so good so everyone who's coming to play Doom knows that they're demons and you're here to kill them Good. We don't have to give you an over explaining over explaining story. We don't need like any reason behind what's going on. You're here to kill demons. We're here to make a game about killing demons. Good. Let's move forward. Who gives a shit? <laughs> All we give a shit about is shooting them in the face. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> Which yeah. is why he originally said he didn't like Doom Four, because uh, it focused too much on an overarching story and not as much on the killing demons. Which is all anybody gives a shit about with Doom. Well, did you play uh, Doom 3? I played a li- I have to be honest, I didn't play all of Doom 3, but I did play some of it. It was, I call, Doom 3 is definitely the outlier in this whole series, because it was a horror game. It very much was, yes. So, I'm, I was very glad that they went back to the whole run and gun um, thing. Uh, and uh, another thing that they uh, that they decided, when they do the designs on demons, they call it popcorn horror. They call it popcorn horror. Popcorn horror. Horror for the whole family, as they put it. <laughs> because all the demons look goofy as shit. And uh, the way they put it is, like, the reason we get away with all the stuff that we do as far as, like, the gore and the guts and the blowing shit up is because we make all the demons fucking nonsensical. He said, the Hugo said his favorite one is the Revenant because he just looks crazy as shit. He's <laughs> never not screaming. <laughs> And can you uh, describe the Revenant for people who don't know what that is? Basically a fleshy skeleton with a jetpack and fucking missile launchers on his shoulder. And uh, he's not wrong. It's always fucking screaming. (laughs) Yeah, just flying around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's a demon with a jetpack and missile launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But no, that like, and and I, I just, I really do like. I, th- Hugo is probably one of the coolest fucking guys to listen talk about that game. Um, it's just the way he explains shit is fucking great. It, especially because like the Revenant, he said is his favorite, not only because of that, but he's like, it's also like 
I feel like it's the one thing you'd find on like an Iron Maiden cover. Like it just looks like it belongs on a metal cover somewhere. Like it's just crazy and out of this fucking world. It's insane. Like I yeah, no, love I it. Agree with that. <laughs> Doom metal always been connected. Oh, oh, Anthony. Uh, so with that, why don't you tell us a bit about the the music behind uh, the Doom game here? Well, you see, way back when Doom was first made, original Doom, they uh, their tracks. You know, uh, they took inspiration. So we have E1M1, which is the very first level, which is uh, No Remorse by Metallica. But did you listen? Did you listen to E1M1? I uh, I unfortunately did not. I, I did oh. not get around to listening to those, unfortunately. This is where I fucked up. I was doing all this <laughs> packing up, making sure I had all my things down, and Anthony was like, you need to listen to this, this, and I totally... I did not, because <laughs> I very much fucked up, and I did not. And it happens. It's all right. No, there's no... But, uh, and then E2M1, if I'm remembering that correctly, also from the original Doom, is Master of Puppets, but just not exactly, but like a little slowed down. But as soon as you hear it, you're like, yeah, yeah. But the fucking um, music in Doom. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, um, as far as the music in Doom, uh, the one thing I'll add in, uh, they didn't want it to be all guitars. Uh, they originally, <laughs> yeah, when they originally had this going, uh, their idea behind it was, we don't want it to be like Bill and Ted, where it's just like guitars and stuff going everywhere. They're like, we we'd rather do something different. Uh, so the original soundtrack they had was done all on synthesizer and trying to make them sound like guitars and doing things like that. Uh, but then the fans gave them feedback, and they're like, yeah, no, that's just, it just, I mean, it's it looks cool, but it's, it doesn't sound like Doom. So they put it back, and uh, I, I, I honestly forget the guy's name who did it, and I, I am very Nick sorry. Gordon? Well, he, uh, he was given gameplay footage, and he said he sat there and watched it, and he's like, I had my controller in my hand, even though it wasn't plugged in and I couldn't do anything. He's like, it was just to put myself in the mindset of how do I think the music should go? Uh, and he had a metronome on his phone and he's like, I was tapping it to get the beats per minute that I think that it should go with. He's like, and then I would go back and I'd do some guitar work for it, uh, which is funny because it went from like, you know, 10% guitar to 15% guitar to 40% guitar to just where the point where they're like, you know what? The people are right. Like this, this, this is what Doom needs to sound like. <laughs> uh, continue, Anthony. I'm sorry. I just I had to. No, you're okay. Um, one of my favorite fucking things is not only were there a lot of guitar, but Mick Gordon, the genius who is behind the music of Doom 2016, he pitch shifted a chainsaw. And that is also in the game. So sometimes there will be a musical chainsaw. And that's not fucking Doom. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I just love the fact that he added a fucking chainsaw. That's just... <laughs> that's too good. <laughs> Hang on, guys. It's not Doom enough. Give me my chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and Anthony, what was that about? There's a pentagram? Oh, yeah. If you uh, take a spectrograph 
is what this is called. Um, basically, a spectrograph, it'll take music and it'll play an image. It'll take the physical image of the music. Ooh. Really cool. You should, you should look up stuff like that. But yeah, if you spectrograph certain songs of the Doom 2016 soundtrack, you know, one of them has 666 and a pentagram in it. One of them has the number 36. <laughs> and then the best one, in my personal opinion, is the Doom 2 sprite of John Romero's head on a spike. <laughs> Just in the music. That's what there's five Easter eggs that McGordon says. Only four have been found. Are you for real? Mm-hmm. Which means there's one more. Uh, the the fourth Easter egg that you can't see on the spectrograph is if you play one song backwards, it says Jesus loves you. <laughs> I fucking love these guys. Like I I I really do. Like, the, like the guys behind Doomer, they're they're fucking awesome. <laughs> I just I just want to see people like, oh yeah, if you play this song backwards, you're gonna hear a message about Satan. Let's hear it. Jesus loves you. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, one thing about uh, when they were making this game. Like those guys talking about it, the way that they can't come up with ideas about how to approach it is they sit in a room and he said, it's very much like a comedian is if one of us, if, if one of us isn't laughing, then we know we don't have it right. If, if we start to laugh, then we know we're on the right idea about the concept, which is how they came up with the whole thing about yeah, what if it's about demons? Like, okay, but how do we like how do we make it that the company's evil and they're bringing demons? Why don't we just be straightforward with it? Like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> uh, I I have to say I fucking love that they went with that. I love that it's a very self-aware game. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh yeah, well, just remember they're not called demons. They're called. Uh... Fuck, what was the line from Doom Eternal trailer? Uh, give me a second. Oh, Anthony's going to have this... to look this up. I'm not going to cut any of this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I guess we're alive. Not demons. Oh, they are morally challenged. Mortally challenged. <laughs> I fucking love these guys. Like... Uh, you know, and they even said like if you when you find the Easter egg stuff about uh about the Doomslayer himself, it's just like he like every time you hear something about talking about that character, like you're just a fucking god. <laughs> like like the demons are not the enemy. You are the enemy. It's a very self aware thing and that that's exactly what we were going with. <laughs> like, I love how there's this lore behind the Doom guy that we don't know about after what happened after Doom Two or whatever. And then that giant fucking demon at the end of the game, the skeleton. You, Doom guy killed that, and then they realize, oh, he is a real issue. Let's drop a pyramid on him. <laughs> Let's put him in a crucible and drop a pyramid on him. Then we won't have to deal with him. <laughs> Bet you someone sat their pants when they're like, oh, where are the humans going? 
I'm going to do a pyramid. Why? Why are they going to the pyramid? <laughs> uh, but, you know, th- this game was a very welcome thing. Because, uh, I mean, there hadn't really been a Doom game in... since 93? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say Doom 3 came out in, like, 93. So... Uh... If only there was like a whole bunch of shit that I have open that I could that I could immediately see this, which apparently I don't have it open. Watch, see now this is where I get worried, folks, because normally when Anthony has things open, there will be just a random ad that starts playing, and Anthony will freak out. Oh, there have been a few. I've just been biting my tongue. Trust me. Oh, believe me, I've heard them. Oh, there's another ad. Is it still going? All right, I'm just gonna look it up by hand. Doom Three. Um, <laughs> it was released in 2004. Really? Yeah. Damn. No, yeah, no, I'm thinking that. something else. I'm thinking of the old games, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it was it was over ten years that we that everybody had just been waiting for a Doom game. Uh, Jared, to let you know, Doom was released in 93. Thank you. I knew I was getting the number from somewhere. Sorry, folks, my brain is scattered. You are right. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, so it was a long time waiting, uh, and Doom 4 ended up just being a thing that never came to be, because it was very much not Doom, as we talked about. Uh, and then to see this one come out of, out of nowhere, about like, yeah, we decided just to remake Doom. And here's this, and it's all these, you have the mixture of the, uh, the, how do I put that? The id veterans. And then you also have the new guys like Mark, uh, like Martin there that had come from Naughty Dog and doing other things and him being brought on. And it, (laughs) we're going to have to do a whole thing about Naughty Dog because they've, they've had a pretty good record too, but it's, you know, and to come up with this whole thing about like, yeah, but let's just make it about shooting demons. And then they get the feedback about like, yeah, but there has to be some kind of story. It's a video game. And they're like, OK. And we get the self-aware just the Doom Slayer is the, the enemy to the demons and the company knows exactly what they're doing. Not even trying to hide it. <laughs> Dude. Which I, I honestly say, like, that is probably my favorite part about playing that game is for the first because there's not many games that do that. Usually it's like a company's hidden agenda. But this game is just straightforward. Like, come on, guys, help us get the demons out of hell. <laughs> 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 ah, and then we have Doom Guy just there like, oh, well, I'm not going to do any of that because all I do is kill demons. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. It was a great concept. I'm very excited for Doom Eternal. I am too. Wait, Jared, are you Earth. are you talking about game? You know, evil corporations and video games like Abstergo and Cerberus and Aperture and Umbrella. Fontaine Futuristics, Umbrella, Hyperion. <laughs> like that's not a thing. EA, you know that's. <laughs> I love how you threw EA under the bus right there. 
Uh, I love my co-host, folks. <laughs> um, question, Somebody Jared. needs to make a game with EA being the actual. <laughs> I no. What I wanted to do. Okay, here's the game. <laughs> EA is che- teleported back in time. Oh God! And they must fight. And you are EA back way back then when EA was a great thing. See, and that's where I think everyone people just assume the EA has always been evil. Like they used to be a decent company, and then you know, mm-hmm. money changes things. EA Sports is in the game. God, I remember playing the old EA games and just hearing that because EA Sports is in the game. game. Um, I don't, I don't really play a lot of football games. Uh, the last football game I'd actually owned before the the one I re- I bought a couple years ago. Uh, it's like a 2001 NFL NFL game, and that EA screen always popped up. EA, it's in the game. But they didn't. They weren't always evil. And then you know they started making money off NFL and Call of Duty stuff like that. And then they were just like, <laughs> "Yeah, we need to make this every year." And then they just got really shitty. But, uh, but no, that should be a VR game. Like you're starting at a company and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to make games." And <laughs> Your boss comes over, slaps your desk, like, all right, so we're going to need, like, ten games out of you by the end of the year. But I just started here. Welcome to fucking EA. Did I stutter? Welcome to EA. You don't have to finish them. But if I don't finish them, then however will we put them out? DLC. They can pay for it to get fixed. That doesn't seem quite right. <laughs> Kid, you're not going to be here long. I'm just going to tell you that much. The first game we want you to work on, I mean, if it's not a big problem, we have this game coming. All right, it's, it's called, uh, what, what's it called, Bill? What's that game called with, with the exosuits? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, right. Anthem. That's the first game we want you to work on. Now, what's that? What game can we make? Fortnite's making a lot of money, huh? Yo, it's your first day today, right? Yes, sir, it is. All right. You're sure um, Entirely by yourself. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, though, because EA is such just like, they've become such a piece of shit of a company. But the people, but there's companies that are attached to them, kind of like Bethesda, <clears throat> but having ZeniMax and id and them uh, attached to the name, uh, I feel like it's the same way with EA because I I really enjoy Apex Legends, and that comes from uh, fuck, <laughs> that comes from uh, Respawn, which was the break off of Infinity Ward, uh, that, that, that now they're owned by EA. But uh, but they did well with Apex Legends and the new Star Wars game even they've done well with. So it's like, yeah, EA and Activision, all these people are fucking evil, but the companies that work under them aren't necessarily evil or bad. Like, they make decent games. Uh, which Not, is why Bungie... Unless they, kill... <laughs> unless they kill the company like Maxis. Remember Maxis? In <sighs> <And> Bioware. <laughs> Good memories. <laughs> yeah, good memories to a degree. 
Uh, Bioware, may you forever be remembered for everything except for Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, but no, because, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Bungie left Activision. Uh, they stopped working with them because they kept making them rush make Destiny and Destiny 2, and they hated it. Uh, so they left to go do their own thing. They're like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, this is just getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, which, I, you know, I'm surprised it took them that long. Like, it's fucking Activision. Like, what did you think they were going to do? Do you think they were going to let you take their time and make a game? You're talking to the people who make Call of Duty every fucking year. Like, they're not doing that shit. Ah, oh, which, you know, James and a couple of our other friends are, like, super excited for the new Halo coming. But I'm very much just like, uh, like, have I they been the Mad- that great, guys? <laughs> I got the Master Chief Collection, you know, that has Halo 1, 2, 3, and I got ODSD and Reach. No other game on there. It's 1, 2, 3, ODSD and Reach. Well, like, my thing, I didn't mind Halo 4. I didn't think it was awful. There was not a Halo 4, no. Hang on a second. Halo 4, I don't think, was terrible. I think it had a good concept to it. But then you go to Halo 4. But then you go to Halo 5, and that's where it loses me. Because then it just became a filler for something bigger that was going to come, which I don't agree with in video games. In, like, a movie or more of a TV series. If you're going to have a season that's a filler, I get it. Some Some series do that. But at least they can make something interesting. But on the other hand, with movies or video games, both of them should not have something that's a filler to lead up to something bigger coming. Because that is just fucking stupid. You know what movie series suffered from that? Resident Evil. Well, yes, Resident Evil. But also... (laughs) (laughs) Another video game reference. I got you. You give me a lot of credit. <laughs> but no, the other one I was going to say was uh, Underworld. Because uh, the past two movies out of there have been like filler build up to something else. And I'm just like, God damn it. I don't need that. Even Underworld movie? Like, I don't remember the last time I saw an Underworld movie. Uh, I'll say I'm part of the problem. I've seen all of them. I have not seen them in theaters, though. I'm not that bad. Uh, <laughs> but I did see the last couple. Uh, and, like, the last two especially have just been, like, filler to something else coming that I hope they just let die because if I get another fucking filler movie, like, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Because the other ones I didn't even see till way after they came out because I heard they were bad. And then watching them, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is, a, they're fucking filler. It's like a filler season, but it's a fucking movie. The fuck are you doing? Didn't Rise of the Lichens good? I wanted to like that. Uh, Rise of the Legends, that was the third movie. That one was where it should have just ended. Like, they should have just stopped. <laughs> oh my god, they made the last one in 2016? Yeah. <sighs> they should have just stopped at Rise of the Lycans because then it was like, here's the backstory to why the vampires and the Lycans hate each other. Like, okay, that's fine. And then the one after that, they're like, alright, now time skip. Here we are in the future. And then they've just they've just been fucking filler movies. And it's like, oh, but then this is coming. Oh, but then this is coming. It's like, no, stop. Just fucking stop. Just tell me what's going on. Good news. In 2017, uh, Wiseman, who I don't fucking know who that is, I'm at the bottom of the page, um, revealed that a sixth film is also in development. 
with Kate Beckinsale reprising her role. God damn On it. September 13th, 2018, God Beckinsale damn. confirmed she will not appear in the sixth film. <laughs> reading, I wouldn't return. I've done plenty of those. <laughs> Like, all right, so we got Kate Beckinsale for our main character, right? What? No, she's gone? Shit. Well, um, <laughs> well, see, they gave her a daughter, and it it's just like, a it, again, it's just been filler shit. That's what I get so tired of. Dude, that's what they do in a fucking, like, soap opera. It's a daughter. Next yeah, you're going to say that... She has a fucking twin and amnesia. Hey, but you know, to all of you out there, uh, there's a Resident Evil remake also coming. Uh, <laughs> Anthony laughs, but it's true. They're working on it, which I think is stupid because that movie series hasn't been dead that long to start working on a remake. <laughs> Dude, did you hear? Speaking of fucking remakes and horror movies, did you hear how bad fucking uh, The Grudge was? I have not, but why don't you inform us? Oh, God, it was horrible. Like, it was fucking awful. Like, yeah, let me just look at this. Well, um, so in closing, uh, Doom 2016, totally go out and play it. Uh, yeah. It is fucking amazing. Uh, I know many people didn't like Rage and Rage 2, which, you know, everybody has a hit and miss. Whatever, you know, people did like it, people didn't like it, whatever. But they still have Doom. Doom's still fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so What's your favorite awesome. uh, demon? What's your favorite demon from the Doom games? Pinky. <laughs> Pinky. Pinky, I like the Pinky cake. just looks so goofy, I love him. I love the cake of demon <laughs> That's the big round boy. Um, uh, the so, average rating in Rewatch is a 2.0. God damn. It got a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, there you go, folks. Don't go see the new Grudge. Uh, I didn't no. have high hopes for it to begin with. Uh, it was just like a reskin of a movie I've already seen, so I didn't really oh, have plans to go God. see it. Guess who's directing Resident Evil reboot? Who's that? The same guy who did the Garage reboot. Oh boy, I bet you it's gonna be totally Shane awesome. Wait, yeah, I might have just done that wrong. Oh, wait, I got that wrong. Ignore me. No, I, you know I did hear James Wan was originally signed on. Uh, but you know the problem I have with the Grudge being bad is Sam Raimi had a part in that. That's like, man, like you can do decent horror movies. Like, how did you make such a shit? No. How did you get involved in such a shit turd like that? Like, why did you let yourself get involved in that? Now, in his defense, he only produced it, which means he just paid for it. Still, I wouldn't have my name attached to that. If I can, I'd rather shoot myself. <laughs> God, I just a reboot. Ooh, in August yeah. 2019, Roberts. Who I don't want. Oh boy. Oh, oh, James Wan left. Oh, did he? For yeah, because uh, he went to go for Mortal Kombat. Johannes Roberts is hired. And yeah, he so said that super scary, super super scary, scary and more super. faithful to the games. All right, let's see. What yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> so, 
the Doom, uh, Doom, the movie that was with The Rock and Doom Annihilation, both of them, <laughs> garbage. Both of them are hot garbage. Don't watch either one. Go play Doom twenty sixteen. Uh, we'll come at you with part two. Uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, probably next Monday because uh, everyone's gonna be busy Thursday. So it'll probably be. Uh, we're gonna have a little something special for you on Thursday. Uh. But yeah, go check out uh, the Doom 2016 if you haven't. Uh, Doom Eternal, which is the sequel to that one, is coming out uh, in March, right? Right, Anthony? Um, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out, yeah, rather soon. Yes, it's right around the corner. Uh, and that one's looking to be just as much fun. So I'm very excited to see what they do- they're doing with this. Matter of um, fact, I would say it looks even more fun. Mar- yeah, March 20, 2020. Indeed, it looks even more fun. There you go. So... Go check us out on Patreon, uh, Patreon slash Podcast. Uh, you know, go check out those bonus episodes. Help support the show. Uh, on top of that, guys, other than that, you can find us on the Facebook, Oddcast Network, uh, the at Oddcast on Twitter, uh, the Odd Jokey Pants on Instagram. We have the Fireside Chats. You know, we have that up and running every weekend. You can go check that out. Uh, and go check out the AC Cast as well. You know, uh, well... You know, if you want to learn about tech, uh, we're talking about uh, the PS5 this Wednesday, uh, the Ooh. things we've learned about that, which I'm just giving a spoiler alert for what I have to say about it. The fucking design that supposedly leaked out, it looks like a deformed <laughs> PS4. <laughs> it looks like someone took a, a, like I saw the picture of it. It looks like someone took a PS4, sliced it in half long ways and slightly <laughs> rotated it. Yeah, it looks fucking stupid. Um. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Plus, they skipped E3, and it's it, they're just being snobby children, man. Like, oh, it's Xbox going and Nintendo going? Oh, I'm not going to go. In fact, I'm going to hold my own gaming convention and go fuck yourself. Like, stop being a snobby little bitch. Because they the know thing. they're going to lose. Well, so far from what we've learned about the stats on the next Xbox versus the next PlayStation, they are getting clobbered. Like there, there is, there's weird because that's the first. Yeah, the new Xbox has it has uh, a higher frame rate, a higher uh, CPU in it. Like basically everything that goes into the new Xbox coming is slight. Is it's a noticeable difference better than what the PlayStation is doing? So unless they have something up their sleeve about they haven't revealed everything they're doing, which pretty sure we've already learned what they're going to do they're they're behind so we'll see uh but until next time guys i'm jared that's anthony i want you all to just take care remember to stay true to yourselves bye-bye take care ta-ta then bye-bye fucking resident evil remakes are they really doing that yeah yeah uh which i'm not really feeling comfortable like it's it, like the movies just ended. That's a terrible fucking idea. So That's a the, terrible uh, idea. The untitled Resident Evil reboot, which has no one attached to it, oh, God. except for the writer, who's oh no, <laughs> it's never good. Oh no. Well, the, the plot. <laughs> The film is based inspired on Resident Evil 7. But yet, Jill Valentine's is rumored to be in 